Thanks for downloading this podcast from RNIB Connect Radio. You're listening to The Morning Mix. A very, very good morning to you if you've just joined us. Now, it's that time of week again. It's my favourite time of week. It's David Georgensen time. Hello, you. Good morning. How are you today? I'm not so bad, thank you. I'm slightly hungover because I was out with Kate White Oh, last my night. goodness. Well, you must be in mm. some state. No, we both behaved ourselves <laughs> and we got food and it was all right. How is the lovely Kate White? Doing very well. Yes, she's doing very well. She, she was in London for for some work, and uh, yeah, we met up and uh, a few other people as well, and it was really nice. Oh, fantastic! Well, I've already said to Kate White the next time I'm in London, uh, I'm going to try and coincide with with her being in London, and then meet up with you, and we can all go mad. <laughs> go mad, yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, listen, it's great to have you here this week. It always is, David. And uh, we've got lots to talk about in Soapland, starting off with Emmerdale. Now, it was a big episode last night because um, it looks like Chrissy and Rebecca could have made up after Chrissy. F- what, did she kind of fling herself over the balcony? Or it was kind of accident, wasn't it? But she tried I think it was more of an accident her. rather than Rebecca throwing her across, like Chrissy said. Yeah, it's all about the mother's wedding ring, isn't it? And, um, mm. I don't believe Chrissy for a second. I think uh, I think Chrissy's plotting. I do too, actually. And I think, you know, the fact that she kept that wedding ring back. And I think Rebecca really is trying to make amends, but she just seems to be getting nowhere with, with the family, really. No, I think Chrissy should be feeling really guilty, though, about Andy, of course, with that, with, the, with poor Sarah now diagnosed with cancer again and, and Andy still on the run. And, and she does seem to feel a bit of remorse about that. And uh, um, But... I don't know. I don't. I just can't see Chrissy changing a changing her spots anytime soon. No, I can't either. I really, really can't. I mean, it it would make it too easy for Andy to come back, and of course, Andy's off doing his own thing now uh, in real life. But um, listen, another shocker this week. Now, I don't know if you knew about this, David, but I certainly had no clue this was coming. Joni, Joni died the day that Lisa went to pick her up from prison. I don't think they told anybody about that. No, it was an absolute shocker indeed. Yeah, sudden cardiac arrest apparently, and uh, she just collapsed and died. Yeah, it's absolutely terrifying. But um, uh, hopefully now a bit of hint of soap connection here. Denise Black obviously played Joni, obviously played Denise Osborne in Coronation Street, and her son Daniel is now back in Coronation Street living with Ken. And I'm hoping that because Joni's now dead, that leaves that paves the way for uh, Denise Black to go back across the Pennines and turn up in Coronation Street as Denise. So I've got my fingers crossed for that one. I'm hoping it's going to happen. Oh, that would be amazing, wouldn't it? It'd be really, really cool. Um, i tell you what is a bit kind of, um, I don't know, disconcerting. Moira nicking cars and trying to sell them on and she's going a bit kind of Kane-esque, isn't she? She's turning into charity dingle, isn't she? You know, it's all a bit bonkers. <laughs> See, I, I'm not really sure that I approve of this at all. And uh, we saw last night that um, that uh, Moira has, has asked uh, uh, Debbie and the kids to move in with her at Butler's Farm for a while just to get out of the feet from the dingle. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure that Moira and Debbie living together with a... Uh, with Debbie's ways and means of getting money and doing things is really the best thing for Moira at all but let's see what happens Oh definitely Listen, would I be right in saying that there could be a little fling uh, brewing between Frank and uh, Charity There's something going on isn't there Yeah, Definitely Charity's desperate to get him involved in a scam isn't it because she she wants to in fairness to Charity I'm trying to be very generous to Charity here she she's doing the scam to get the money for Sarah's treatment which is 
very understandable i get that but it's yeah it's uh i i think things might be happening between those two if they ended up going on a scam together what I don't understand is, usually when they need a big load of money, Kane or Charity goes away, nicks a Ferrari, it's sold within hours, and they get the money. Where's where's the nicked Ferrari this time? The police might be on to this stage because <laughs> well, that's done so often, haven't they? God. Okay, listen, let's talk about Coronation Street. And, uh, oh gosh, it's been a bit of a wild week for Toya. Now, her ex-husband, uh, who she's looking for a divorce from, she uh, oh, he came back on the scene uh, saying that her fertility treatment, well, the storage of the, the frozen embryos is about to come to an end. And she had to sign a form basically signing them away saying that they could be destroyed now she she hasn't told peter that she was going through ivf but now peter knows she's been going through ivf because he just so happened to be the guy that picked up uh, her ex-husband to take him back to the station uh, it's all a bit of a mess for toya isn't it it really is a mess for Toy. Yeah, I do feel a bit sorry for her actually because uh, Peter, obviously, if you watched it last night, then uh, he um, picked up a passenger, a very attractive passenger, and ended up going for coffee with her, but nothing happened, thank goodness. But yeah, they right at the end of last night's episode, basically, it was one massive row between Toy and Peter, and uh, I don't think either of them want to split up, of course. But we still have no idea about what is going to happen with Leanne. Leanne has Leanne thinks Toy is going out with someone called Fred which is the most ridiculous name indeed but um <laughs> i think that if you watch uh, tomorrow night's episode i think we might have a bit of a development there if you were going to lie about uh, somebody you tonight's episode dating... even saying goodness it's friday gone what's wrong with me oh well, well do you know something I, you know i my husband actually thought it was uh thursday today because uh, he was wondering why the sports reporter was out talking about some kind of rugby in france or something like that and he said what's he doing out there on a thursday um we've all gone to that <laughs> But uh, yes, it's, it, it, you're right. It is a bit of a silly name to make up. If, you, if you're going to make up a partner, you know, I'd, I'd say John or something. Yes. Something easy. Something easy Fred. to remember. Yeah, Fred. Fred. <laughs> As an Elliot. Um, okay. What else is happening in Corey? Well, um, Nick is going to propose to Leanne, apparently. It's not going to be good news, is it? If he's leaving, he announced last week the actor who plays him is, he said he's leaving Coronation Street. So, yeah, even if Leanne accepts that proposal, I don't think that marriage is going to last any time uh, soon. No, it doesn't sound like it. And uh, I tell you, Anna and uh, Kevin, uh, Kevin's going a bit kind of crazy at the moment because he's wanting to sue left, right and centre. He wants to sue David Platt uh, because of Anna's accident. Now, this is to try and get money uh, because the insurance company aren't paying out. Where's this going to go? Who knows? Uh, yeah, dragging. I mean, um, Gary's already Gary and Anderson, of course, is already a bit suspicious about all this and what's going on, and dragging it all the the past up again from Christmas. And um, yeah, I do feel quite sorry for Anna. He's, you know, um, he's not. Um, He's not a, a, a what's he called feeling type, is he? He's not trying to scam the money out of her, but he wants to get that money to enable to pay those because uh, he's skint, obviously, because of those medical bills. So um, it's all a bit of a mess, isn't it, with the fire and that happened with the garage as well. Um, Monday night's episode is not. Uh, I don't think I'm giving anything away here. That we're going to see the first sign of Rosie. So Rosie and Sophie are back in the street and. Yeah, hopefully uh, it'd be the beginning of the end of these problems. But I've, I've got a feeling that Rosie's got herself into a little bit of trouble. 
Oh dear, well, it wouldn't, Rosie wouldn't be Rosie without getting herself into trouble. I do hope this storyline comes to an end soon because it just seems a bit wrong, the fact that, you know, he is pursuing Anna to pursue David so that he can pay off his garage bills. It's not like Yeah, exactly. Anna's it should good. be Anna's money, shouldn't it? Because she's suffered enough with no, having no money over the last few years. Exactly, exactly. Okay, EastEnders. Now, uh, oh gosh, where to start with EastEnders? Yes. I don't know. It, it's it's all going to be a bit bonkers recently. It really has. Um, where do we start with these senders? Well, aftermath of the bus crash, which is basically everyone has decided not to talk about it or to think about it. Um, so uh, we've we've had very strange scenes last night. But basically, everyone was persuading Phil Mitchell to go on a holiday, and Sharon didn't want to. But now Sharon's going on a holiday with him, so that's them out of the way. Michelle's looking after the kids. I'm not sure Michelle's in any state to be looking after the kids at the moment with the way she's firing into the bottles of vodka that she gets from the Minute Mart. We had the most ridiculous stuff with um, Kim. Kim being really, really selfish, of course, in the aftermath of Denise giving up her baby because she didn't think she could be a good mother to the baby boy and then storming into the middle of Denise's English class. Yeah, that was and, embarrassing. Oh, my goodness me. And right at the end, if you haven't seen it yet, do watch it because Denise's speech to Kim and giving her what for is absolutely brilliant. She finally nails down what Kim's motivations are and she destroys her and it's absolutely brilliant. It was actually a brilliant speech and uh, I thought, you know, good for you, Denise, because part of me has been thinking, you know, obviously Denise didn't want to give up her baby, but she truly believes that, that you know, the baby will be better off with a younger mum and a mum that has, you know, a kind of, has prospects. And, you know, it's very, very sad for Denise, but I just think that, that I thought we'd see the baby back. I'm not so sure now. No, I'm not either. It doesn't look like, I, I, I'd at least thought that Phil um, would have had some kind of desire to keep the baby in the family as well with it being a Mitchell but no definitely not it's, it's quite strange I was not expecting this at all I I, I honestly thought we were going to see the baby back and uh, yeah the pair of them you know both Denise is 47 uh, Phil what is he is he the, the right side of 50 I have no idea anymore and um, it's it's uh, yeah the pair of them trying to raise a baby together with Sharon caught in the middle and all the, the Mitchells and, and and the Foxes and the Hubbards and everybody else it's just a bit chaotic and I can totally see why Denise made that decision and, and yeah and Kim has made a think of nothing but Kim throughout the whole process and it's been really really tiring and sad and I do feel very very sorry for, for Denise and hopefully she can get over it Absolutely. But, you know, it just reflects what must go on in certain family situations, you know, in real life. That must be, you know, really, really heartbreaking. Um, so they're doing a good job there. Um, another thing that's happening in EastEnders is, you know, photographs. Are they naughty photographs going around of the kids and, well, teenagers? Um, the school kind of teenagers yes. sending each other pictures. It's, it's all a bit yuck. Yeah, mobile phones, shenanigans with teenagers, and that is a, a, that's another slice of real life that people don't really understand. And it is, it is it, it, Paul Beck's, you know, trying to do a mock exams and then having to deal with the fact that her boyfriend's naked picture has been shared all around the school. I do feel very, very sorry for her indeed, and sorry for Shaki as well. And uh, yeah, it's Louise Mitchell is the cause of this one, and I don't think Louise meant to do it either. And it's just all a bit, oof, it's all a bit of a mess. It is indeed. Well, finally, with EastEnders, um, what is happening with this kind of building work? Now, did Ian uh, know that this builder that's fixing the roof of the Vic was a cowboy builder? And he feels guilty now because basically Mick's going to have the whole roof redone. 
pretty yeah, much. Yeah, so basically, so Mick found a leak in the, in the big roof when it was, they had a massive rainstorm the other night and uh, um, Ian recognised the builder that Mick had called in is a bit of a cowboy but Ian didn't want to tell him because obviously Mick has gone into competition with the cafe for doing breakfast in the morning and, and all the rest it's all a bit silly isn't it Just we need to sort Mick out we need to get him sorted out very soon but I've got a feeling that it's not going to go well for Mick because obviously Aunt Babe has been serving alcohol from behind the bar at seven or eight o'clock in the morning to to customers and i think one of the customers who's been turning up is an environmental health inspector so it's not going to go well for them at all and yeah we all know that Aunt baby's leaving at some point and i've got a nasty feeling that this uh, serving booze uh, before hours is is going to be the what leads her to end up uh, um, exiting the square Oh my goodness. Well, you know, I was going to say exciting times in, in uh, Wolford, but it's not really, actually. Bring back the bins story. Um, it's, oh, we've it's... had the bins this week. <laughs> we had the bins. Denise having to, to, to do a, a full deep clean of the Minute Mart because the Minute Mart decided that the rats coming in is because Denise isn't very clean and she was absolutely furious, of course, as we all would be, and sorted it all out. But yeah, the bins story has not gone anywhere. Oh my God, honestly. Well, listen... Thank you so much for coming on the program today. Honestly, you you just um, you make such a difference to my Fridays, Mr. Georgeson. You really do. Have you got anything nice planned for the weekend? I'm putting out the bins. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that reminds me. I need to do the very, very same. Listen, uh, you have a great week. Have a great weekend putting out your bins. And we'll speak to you again next week here on The Morning Mix. Take care. Bye-bye. <laughs> For more downloads like these, visit rnibconnectradio.org.uk slash podcasts.